Welcome to 24 Legacy Talk. It is Entertainment Talks podcast for 24 Legacy on Fox UK and Fox US. I'm your host, Matthew. Joining me today is David. How are you doing today? I'm all right, thank you. Good, good. Uh, so yes, this is for season... I've got 24 Legacy 111 in front of me because it's season 1, episode 11. So, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty good. There's a lot of ones here because it's 10pm to 11pm, so another lot of ones. Um, what did you think of this episode? I really liked this episode. I thought it was it was good. It was well put together. It was tense. Uh, some more character interaction coming in with some of the characters we've kind of briefly seen, but um, have, have come a bit more to the fore this episode. Yeah, overall, I thought this was really solid. Nice, nice. I have a potentially strange opinion on this episode where... It was a few things that made me laugh quite a bit, but now I can't <laughs> remember what a lot of them were. One of them was like um, when uh, Henry hits that guy in the office around the head, and it looks like he's almost got like a dent in his head, and then he hits him again, and then the the cut all the dent. It, it looked quite bad. That's why I'm saying a dent. I know he didn't actually dent his head, but it, yeah, it looked like even worse the second time. I'm like. God, look at his head, and then um, yeah, things like this guy. You mean of, you mean John? Yeah, John. You mean not John, not Henry. I knew I yeah. get it mixed up at some point. So yeah, yeah there we go. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then things like um, what's this guy's name? This guy, uh, Pang, comes in and um, starts talking to Keith, like the head of CTU, and he's like, "I need your office, and I need everybody's like information." <laughs> I'm like, "What's this guy doing?" He's just you so you so know that guy's not gonna last very long, do you? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, he comes in and he's all like demanding with, with everything that he wants. And I'm like, you realize yeah. you're talking to the head of CTU, not like Andy or something. Not to put Andy down, but like he's not quite on, on the level of Keith. I'm like, wow, you like, th- there's sometimes a character that, that's like that, that kind of comes in and it's sort of like, I'll need this, this, and this because of this reason. And then the, the head of CTU always kind of. Uh, Bends over backwards to sort of do it, um, to sort of like give, give in to the person's demands. Because um, there's been there's been a few seasons before where where it happened to whoever was head of CTU. Um, yeah. But yeah, I thought the action at the end, or at least the coming together of the action at the end, was pretty good, pretty tense, and um, yeah, it's good to see a bit more of Tony. Good to see a bit more of Eric. Um, I think to your liking, there was no Nicola Isaac. Uh, I was going to say, see, that's the thing that makes the episode so much better for me. No oh, Nicole okay. and Isaac throughout the whole thing. <laughs> cool. All right. Nice. Um, and then, yeah, there's uh, just some interesting things coming together for the finale next week. Uh, but yeah, anyway, let's get into the recap and discuss this episode. Uh, Sims sends his loyal agent, Daniel Pang, which is the guy I was uh, talking about, Yes. To assume command of CTU in order to find the investigating agent, uh, who Andy Schwalowitz, um, who calls Eric and reveals that Sims abducted Ara, Ara um, Asim's daughter, demanding uh, information in exchange for her life. Asim refuses, leading to Ara, A- Ara's apparent death. This is another thing with this show is, you know, saying things like, <laughs> saying, saying things like terrorists and Nasiri and Ben Khalid and Jadala hasn't been the easiest thing this season. No, no, that no. is true. Yeah. And like Ara or Aras. <laughs> yes. So, uh, yeah, it comes it comes with a bit of that as well. So, um, yeah. so what, what did you think of Daniel Pang coming in and telling Keith oh. 
what he's going to well, do. Yeah, anybody that comes into CTU kind of goes, I need this and I'm basically in charge now. And as much as he comes in and says, oh, you know, I didn't ask for this. I didn't want to take this over. But then goes into the office and goes, hey, you know, I could do a lot with this job. I could see why it's not working so well. And has no idea why he's actually being sent there. You know, mm-hmm. he's got sort of a specific set of instructions, but but has no idea the real reason he's actually been sent there is is to funnel information directly back to sims you know um and he's not there because there's some problem he's there to try and cover something up but he doesn't really understand that that's why he's there he thinks he's there because of failures at ctu so uh but you just knew that that this guy probably wasn't going to last very long yeah and i thought the shot of um keith like tackling him to the sofa was was pretty awesome and pretty funny (laughs) yeah he, he got him this guy's obviously up to something so um yeah I mean, so just like walk in a workplace like that and say like, I need everybody's information and passwords and to monitor them, and I need your office. Yeah, um, I thought, you know, obviously it's like it's, it's that a guy's a dick. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that guy's a dick. He's not going to last very long. Mm. I mean, obviously it's a it's a character asking for for these things, not a, uh, yeah. a person. I mean, it's still a person, but he's a character. So. Yeah, <laughs> it was pretty it was pretty good. It made made for some good scenes, so I think that was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, deducting that Sims will um, will have a lead on Asim, Eric informs John, who makes an appointment with Sims at the Pentagon. I thought that was a quite nice entrance, and uh, I love the kind of yes. the not not really like fake tension, but like when Eric's pass isn't working, it's like, can you try this again? I was like, hmm, <laughs> is this going to work? Or are they going to have <laughs> that some kind of shootout? Or that's no? such an old trope as well, yeah, it, you it know. Was fine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it was perfectly okay, but but it, it is like really the you're gonna do this trope. <laughs> but yeah. uh yeah. But yeah, it, it it was still pretty good to me. Um I mean I don't see that particular trope a lot. Um so I, I thought it worked pretty well. Uh yeah. and yeah, Eric being nice and dressed up and you you know a few weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Side note on that. Okay. I I mean I know I know Jim says Oh, I'll get one of my secret service agents to to drop um to to, to drop off a, a, a uniform. But you sort of cut away. Eric's in his clothes. You cut away and you cut back again, and he's still driving, but in his suit. Mm. So I, I'm assuming at some point along that route, they had to pull over. Eric had to get out of the car, get changed, get back in the car, and carry on driving. <laughs> which which is either either that or he was kind of you know. Uh, I don't know, changing whilst he was driving, or that you know they swapped suits and John was driving and he was in the back seat. I know, I know, I know they don't need to show that. It's a bit that they don't need to show, and and it makes sense. I just thought it, it struck me as quite amusing. That was one of the funny bits for me. Was was you sort of cut away? He's in one set of clothes. You cut back, and he's in like a, a, a secret service outfit. So yes, but uh, but yeah. Anyway, I mean, mm. you know, yeah, some, co- I, some it's, funny it's some funny castoffs this year with with that yeah. and with um. It was name? Yeah, Ben Grimes earlier in the season when he was cutting his hair. We had a good joke about that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, some good stuff. Um, so yeah, what, what did you think of kind of the entrance to, to the Pentagon? Yeah, I mean, I thought that that whole sequence, as I say, the the uh, is the card going to work? Isn't the card going to work? I mean, you watch any kind of drama where they've they've faked um, credentials to get into somewhere, and I, I think that idea has been used to death but i'm not entirely 
sure what else you do to build tension in that moment other than let it go through straight away mm. which doesn't build tension at all so other than you know it will it work won't it work um so i was kind of well you know okay fair enough but i it is something i've seen used a lot so i mean you know i i, I could have sort of done without that but it's fine you know okay. <laughs> it's what you expect mm. so uh so yeah yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't expect any kind of big shootout or there to be an actual problem. Um, no, but yeah, that he got through. So, uh, posting as a secret service agent, Eric accompanies John to Sims Sims's office, uh, where Eric subdues Sims and helps um, Andy infiltrate Sims's computer. Um, any thoughts on this character? Um. Yeah, I mean, Sims uh, Sims has always been a bit shady mm. ever since we first seen him on you know on screen because he always seemed to be working against the more practical solutions of ctu you know he was he was always like yeah he was like bomb them all uh seemed to be blocking anything that wasn't a sort of out and out to send a tactical unit in and kill everything you know he 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 seems to have been working against any kind of subtle possible way of of doing things and now we know why so i've always been a bit suspicious of that character Mm. yeah he's an interesting little little addition um eric learns that ira ara god it's happening again (laughs) ara uh, is alive and where she is kept uh, not knowing because we we get seen um, we get shown sorry a few times her like alive in in her room from like in the room not from like a camera um, standpoint yeah uh, so we're shown that she's alive and kept in the room not knowing that Sims has hired Tony to kill Ara um, entrusting Sims to John Eric heads to the safe house where he subdues the guard and frees Ara um, it's reminding me of uh, Arya. The, the name from Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. Um, a, a totally different character, but uh, yeah. the name reminds me. Uh, who he intends to return to as Sim in exchange for Rebecca. Uh, Sims tells John that Ara's initial abduction um, was Rebecca's idea. So, um, yeah, I I quite like the scene of, like, Eric going up to, to this house and subduing this guy and um, kind of breaking his way in a little bit. Uh, one of yeah, the, I mean, one that... of the few scenes that we kind of had with that. We haven't really seen that this season. Yeah, it was it was nice to see John and Eric kind of work together, and uh, you know, they they did the, the Eric getting kind of the information out of Sims, and then John sort of trying to get information out of uh, out of Sims as well. I I thought that was a nice way to bring Tony back in um to, to have him as this sort of hired gun and it, him sticking to that kind of is he good is he bad shady kind of area you know gray area that that tony seems to be working in um because i mean tony and have tony and eric met before i don't think they I don't think they have no have the, so the, the history that yeah. i know is rebecca has obviously had a previous relationship with tony yeah and then eric was in the um army rangers and he had rebecca yeah. as a, a sort of help with that but I don't, I don't know if the two would have met. We know that they've met. Um, they might have met Henry and John because they're like relate relate to Rebecca. Yeah, yeah. But in um, regards to Eric, I don't, I don't think so. So, so, um, so yeah. So yeah, it's uh, sort of a, a situation yeah. of we kind of know, but they don't. So like, and yeah. we know what Kate Tony is capable of because we've seen. Um, I mean, you can go into Twenty Four Legacy without having seen Twenty Four. 
Um, but you just won't have the kind of Tony history there. So, um, yeah, yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, no, I I quite like um, that that sort of scene, and it does set things up quite nicely for. Um, I mean, it, it's interesting this because it doesn't really feel like a penultimate episode. It feels like a mid-season episode. Really, it felt <laughs> to, to me. The, I mean, the if, ending it, it, itself felt a little bit penultimate to me. But yeah, I mean, maybe I, like during it didn't. So, yeah, I I don't know. I I sort of feel like there should be a few more episodes to go before we get to the end. But, um, yeah, I mean, I I uh, I I sort of um, yeah. So um, yeah, I mean, I I think that's that's kind of interesting. The relationship that. Uh, whether whether there is going to be a relationship moving forward with Tony and Eric will be kind of interesting. Whether yeah, whether Tony maybe. whether kind of Tony backs down once he realizes who Eric is and that they're trying to save Rebecca. Yeah, I was kind of like when when they when they're both kind of squaring off on either, either side of the door. I was like, one of you just say like Rebecca or something, or like one yes. of you say like I'm working this... for Rebecca or I know Rebecca. <laughs> Yeah. Um and then that will that will kind of solve it. So um, this is this is a fundamental problem as we've said throughout um this. Not not a problem of the series, but it's a problem with the characters in the series is that nobody seems to trust anybody else. Nobody trusts anybody else in CTU. Mm. So nobody tells, you know, they'll go off and do something without making the obvious choice of actually telling somebody within CTU. So, uh, and you've now got a situation where, I mean, admittedly, these two characters don't know each other and you've got one that's come to to kill the other. But it is one of those, and again, it's another situation where you've got, if he just said one thing, it would probably mm. change that situation into something else. So, you know, if he just mentioned Rebecca and the fact that, and that's why that he he's, Eric's there to get the girl... Um, that may have solved stuff, but you know, uh, who knows? Yeah, I, I did think the scene was pretty good. Like Eric going up to the house and subduing the guy, and like yeah, being the agent that he is, or whatever. Um, cause, yes, like I said, we haven't really really seen that this season, so it was a, a nice refreshing change. Because um, yes. like I think you said a couple of weeks ago, we've kind of been like chasing these terrorists as opposed to dealing with them. I mean, last I mean, yeah. I know last week they killed uh jadala and that um so uh yeah it's been pretty good uh, yeah i mean the, given given that they built jadala up to be you know the big bad up until that point it's quite interesting that they then suddenly kill him uh you know it's like dead bullet to the head that's it and mm, then yeah. you know i i thought that was kind of interesting and then they swap on to the father um so yeah you know his death seemed fairly quick considering Mm. Uh, you know, he's been the main baddie up until that point. Mm. I feel like with J- with Jadala, they'd used him uh, enough as as they maybe could. Yeah, um, yeah. No, but, I can, whereas yeah. with like Gabriel, we could have maybe seen some more of him, and he died within like an episode. Um, I mean, he died on his first appearance episode. So, um, yeah, yeah. I, I think I think they got what they what they needed to from Jadala, and they still got two. Let's say spare terrorists in um, yeah. Nasseri <laughs> yeah. and um, Ben Khalid. So yeah, 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 pretty good. Um, meanwhile, Pang, the guy that was that we were talking about earlier, gets closer to spotting Andy. Keith Mullins uh, suffocates him uh, unconscious um, and kind of deals with him there. What What did you think of when you saw him? Because the camera cuts around to like 
the view if you were looking in the room and you just see him like taking down <laughs> yeah. on the sofa. So I thought that was <laughs> yeah. pretty good. That- that was good. It was nicely shot. That they just kind of pulls him down onto the sofa and just see them disappearing behind the glass. Yeah, yeah. No, I I like that. I I thought that was that was good. Uh, it's nice to see Keith. Keith actually. I, yeah, I think nice. we said very Rather early talking, on. Yeah. yeah, I think we said very early on that you knew Keith was going to end up um, switching over to to not being a by the book guy. You know, because that's usually what happens with people that run CTU is they start off being, you know, by the book and then end up doing something, you know, realizing what the stakes are and ended up doing something that you wouldn't have expected of them in the first place. Mm. You know, so so I think I think it was it was inevitable that something like that was going to happen at some point. But I, I like that scene. I thought it was good. It's nice to see Keith getting to that point. Yeah, it was cool and it was it was funny as well. So uh, that yeah. was one of the things that made me laugh in this episode. Um, uh, Rebecca, let's talk about this thing with Rebecca. I don't quite have all of it written down, but uh, we can just kind of talk about it in general. Um, so when we last left off with her, she was on the football field. The yeah. field was on fire and she had fallen over. And that was the last that we had seen of her. When we go to the scene between um, John, yeah, John, as I thought I was going to mix them up again then. Between yeah. John and Eric, and they're talking about what's what's been going on, it it says four past ten, because the time itself actually comes up. Um, Did you yeah. think that that was believable, that within, like, four, maybe five minutes, that uh, Nasseri had, you know, the, the fire had gone out, and Nasseri and Bim Khalid had gone down, picked Rebecca up, and taken her with them? There is a certain amount of willing suspension of disbelief at mm. that point, I think, because yeah. um, that did seem to all happen very quickly. The fact that they seem to have grabbed Rebecca, managed to drag her to wherever the van was, which obviously wasn't directly inside the stadium. And I mean, it could have taken them four minutes just to get out of the stadium into the car. And mm. by the time the other guys had shown up, they they'd. Uh, the van had disappeared to the point where they couldn't track it. And you're kind of like, well, mm, yeah, that, that seems a, a little bit inconvenient for, for the sake of the plot, you know, <laughs> yeah. for the sake of advancing the plot. Cause they didn't want to catch him there. But, but you kind of would have thought that, that they would be able to track it a lot easier than that. But anyway. Um, yeah. I think that the, the idea of them taking her is fine. What they could have maybe done was save that to like, Ten past, have a good ten minutes, and maybe show the scene. Um, a show, show like them. yes, because I mean, you don't... I mean, I know it's a bit of a mystery. Yeah, like you... where's Rebecca, kind of thing. But um... yeah, they were sort of like we think they've taken Rebecca, and you don't see, you don't see them grab her, and all you see is her kind of disappear onto the floor, and flames all around her, and then suddenly she's in the back of the van. So you don't see them really grab her or or how that abduction actually happens how they got out when eric was basically stood in the middle of the field and yeah, managed to grab he was he was there as well so, so I, yeah. I get what you mean but um the there idea, are certain things the plot there itself th- is fine it's just the amount of time it takes to do to yeah do it's, that. it's sort of the timing and there are certain things in this show where you've just got to go kind of roll with it mm-hmm. and, and just go yeah. fine you know um and and that's one of those times much like eric's quick change clothing you know (laughs) (laughs) you just kind of gotta go yeah okay whatever (laughs) we'll Mm. take it a bit like on the original series how they never went to the bathroom you know Mm. um we still don't on this one but uh yeah well that's true (laughs) 
Yeah. Um, that, that, don't worry, that happens off screen. We don't see that. Um, yeah. I want to see that, but you know, it's just one of those things. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, they, they manage to take her and she's in the back of the van and it's, re- it's eventually revealed to us. Um, and then she does kind of a smart move. There's like a glass bottle of sorts next to her. She waits until... Um, is it like the police or something? It was some one yeah, of the emergency police, services yeah, with uh, loud vehicles. Yeah. So she uses the sound distraction to smash the glass, which is is. Pretty... I'm, I'm still slightly dubious that that the sirens would have been loud enough for them to not notice her smashing yeah, the glass. I think it would have. Maybe, maybe it would. That I I don't know, but yeah. I mean, you know, fair enough. That yeah. I mean, they were distracted, so. I think she's timed it like just right in that situation. Yeah. Um, But yeah, she breaks the glass and then she um, doesn't cut her cuffs off because that would, you know, they'd spot that. Um, She cuts her hand or her wrist. um, And I was looking up at what was suggested in the scene and it says that she makes an unsuccessful suicide attempt. But I thought that she was leaving a blood trail. Well, that's what I initially thought. But then I, I. I did think, well, they had just told her, basically, we're going to make an example out of you, and she isn't going to be prepared to let herself, you know, that that happened to her. So that was obviously, she thought, no, screw this, I'm going to kill myself, and, you know, not give them the chance to do that. So I, I think, it, you know, that's certainly what they were the saying, was, okay. was it was an unsuccessful. But that yeah, was, I, That was a possible yeah. idea, but I thought, like, oh, she's maybe, like cutting her hand to like leave a blood trail or, or something like that but uh yeah, yeah yeah well maybe it was both maybe she had kind of both on her mind I'm yeah sure. possibly but uh i mean she hasn't had a chance to speak yet so yeah um yeah because she was like knocked out or whatever um what do you think will happen to rebecca i'm i'm not entirely sure whether they'll manage to save her i do wonder whether Rebecca's going to be the one that doesn't make it to the end of the series because mm. As I've said, said before, she's kind of an ancillary character because although she's been quite central to this story, if they go on and make more shows afterwards, you've already got Keith there at CTU. So you don't need her back running CTU. You don't, um, you've got John who has now suspended his campaign. So, you know, whereas he might have gone on to, well, I mean, he might still go on to become president, but it sounds like he's going to suspend his campaign. So he isn't. Mm. So she's, it's not like you need that character there. Um, it's like for anything moving forward. Mm. So, um, I don't know. I, I definitely like to keep her out. I like the character. I, I like the actress. Um, yeah. I mean, so she, so why? She, but... like, she came out, this will say she came out of Homeland as well. So, yeah. uh, she doesn't have much, much luck in that department. No. Um, but yeah, they. they... Although she bought it on herself in home, lad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was that was unfortunate. Um, so yeah, Nasseri sort of tries to wake her up and um, says he's going to make like an example of them or, or whatever. Uh, yeah. So of course we we'll have to wait until next week to see what happens with that. Mm. Um, so going back to, unless you have anything to, to say about that. Nope. Oh, go okay. Uh, so back to the safe house uh, is attacked by Tony's team, and Eric says, um, "If you come in, you die." Um, 
yeah that's and then that's the that's the end of the episode they have the short chat that we were talking about of, of like tony saying i like this line from tony he sort of says like you know when somebody get, assigns me a job i make sure it gets done kind of thing yeah I'm like yeah that's yeah. that's the tony that we know um yeah i mean that can apply in good and bad situations because yes. getting the job done can mean anything in that way um but yeah, i thought it was pretty good to see these two characters had this kind of interaction i mean it would like like we kind of said it would be good if they knew the background of what's going on and like yeah how rebecca's involved and stuff um so uh yeah what, what do you think is gonna happen with this um i, I mean i don't know there's obviously going to be some sort of shootout and some sort of face-off whether that ends with presumably either going to end with eric winning in which case tony dies mm-hmm. or or it's going to end up with them realizing you know that that conversation about why he's actually doing it somehow happens and it gets called off and tony maybe joins him but it could go either way yeah they just need to have the conversation <laughs> yes yeah um, we're talking less shooting <laughs> yeah <laughs> Rebecca runs up to the house like stop it stop it um, <laughs> but yeah I mean the, the end of the episode indicates that they're literally just about to like like Tony's literally just about to kick the door open and start shooting yeah. and if that happens one of them would is bound to hit the other one because Eric's got his gun up Tony's got his mm. automatic assault rifle whatever it is um, ready, my, to, my, ready to shoot my guess is maybe there's you know eric gets pushed into a point where you know tony has eric on the ropes and john manages to get through to the team and call him off and explain what happened because mm. remember they, we, we've got john trying to sort out trying to get into the phone to get the number so yeah um, that's a with with that, the guy gives him the phone. He's like, "You can have the phone, but you're gonna need the passcode." But I'm not gonna tell you the passcode yet, so you have to ask me for the passcode. <laughs> it's like, well, just give it to that, give that to him, like as you give him the phone. Up. He's only gonna, yeah, he's only gonna ask you anyway. But uh, yeah, um, going back a minute ago to what I was saying a bit earlier, you know, a couple of weeks ago when um, I said, "Oh, I had seen a, a photo." Um, for like future episodes, it was a photo yeah. of Eric in his suit, like behind the desk. So, so I had like no context for what right. exactly was happening, and it was just like you know, twenty four next Monday eight on Fox. It was a the US Post. Yeah. Um. So I was like, oh, how? It, 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 that's not really that that spoilery. It's more of a case of like, how how does that happen? Kind of thing. Like, yeah, he's yeah, in yeah. a suit. He's in what looked like some kind of White House or Pentagon type type place. Yeah. Um and now of course of course we know. So that that was that was kind of interesting. Um but I th- cuz with the ending of this episode it it makes you think that one of them is about to shoot. I think there's maybe like you know a minute or two where Eric either ducks behind something and then he cuz one of them has to take cover really because one of them is other, otherwise otherwise going to get yeah. shot cuz they're right yeah. next to each other really. Um and then it's I was kept thinking like does Tony know that this girl is like um, right next to Eric? How does he kind of feel about that? And um, yeah. it's also a case of like Eric is trying to get this girl out, and he he can hear Tony obviously on the other side of the door. Um, he he didn't like tell her to to go hide somewhere, did he? 
the girl was just sort of standing there next to Eric. Yeah, so. he just sort of said, stay here, I said, I think. Yeah. Or, you know, I'm like, no, tell us a, get so, down, stay yeah. here. It's like, no, I put her back in the room or something, you know. Mm. That room had a fairly big, solid door, you know. That's probably the safest place for her. But anyway. Yeah, so, um, yeah we'll see how, how the finale kind of wraps things up potentially i mean there's two there's two things at play here it's whether 24 gets renewed in the first place and then of course the writer's strike and how that maybe affects it or yes it depends if because you said it would more likely affect things in like october ish because the writer's strike would take place during the summer wouldn't it yeah if the writer's strike happens it will start on the 2nd of may and it ran for three months last time so it what it's what it will mess up is things that are supposed to be filming um over the summer for a an autumn release mm-hmm. you'll probably i mean if, if 24 is coming back i suspect it won't be affected by the writer's strike because if it does the chances are it will be another 12 episode series and it probably wouldn't be until next year mm. so um it'll be like um february like it was this year yeah, I mean, if it was going to do that, it would probably be February, which means it might not start shooting until the end of, towards the end of the year anyway. Yeah. Um, so I mean, maybe, so. so, so I mean, or it may push it back a little bit, but it's not going to have a huge knock on effect. Okay, I'm not going to have like six episodes. <laughs> no, no. I mean, if they're, if they're going to do it because it's, because of the fact that it's a, it's been, you know, a limited series anyway, I suspect if it's going to come back, um, it, you know, it, it may end up starting maybe a bit later, so it might end up being more a March series than a you know a January February series. But mm. um, it, it's going to probably have less impact on a show like this. Maybe it's yeah. it's very difficult to tell at the moment because obviously they do have to write it beforehand. Um, so we we got that kind of in play as well. So we'll see we'll see how the two those two events affect each other. Or if yeah. they do, um, I mean the show has to get renewed first. So, um, yes. Uh, so right, the next week is the finale with the time jump. Um, any predictions? Um, other than what we've really talked about, no. Uh, I I'm not entirely sure what where you know where we're going to end up, everything. I suspect you are going to get some major character to die at some point. I would have thought, but um, yeah. Uh, other than that, I don't know. Um, you know, I obviously I think Eric's probably going to survive to the end because that makes sense. Uh, where I, I I would be interested to see whether they bring down Sims, um, which would be quite good. Whether you know, if if Rebecca survives, it would be interesting to maybe put her in that role, possibly. Mm. You know, that would be a way to keep her in the show if they wanted to. Yeah, how do you think the um, time jump will sort of... What, what do you think might happen with that? Um, depends how late they put it. You mm. know, whether it's... If it's the last sort of 10 minutes of the show, it could just be where everybody is positioned for the next bit. Or it could be that um, the terrorists escape the country and they go after them. Would be a possibility as well. Maybe, yeah. Um, um, I mean, cause it, it will skip the morning, won't it? Like the late night, early morning, and then early morning, because it will go back to it will go back to uh, like just before sort of midday. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I don't know. 
I don't know exactly. It, it depends whether they're yeah. doing it as kind of a coda to the whole series or whether it's it's an integral part of of the plot somewhere. Yeah. So I think it, that that time jump helps you to to wrap up a lot of a lot of stuff like that. Will probably solve uh, John's campaign. That will probably resolve what's happening with Henry. Um, maybe that will. Yeah, it will just kind of be. Yeah. It's, you know, it's it's the time jump to sort of give characters another twelve hours to to sort things out. Yeah. Um, do you think anybody sleeps in the next twelve hours, or do you think the day has been know. too hectic? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Whether whether um, Eric ends up going back to his wife, or whether he ends up being a, a single guy after this, which is considerably where it was looking like it was going to go. Mm. So, um, so which I, as I said before, I don't think that's such a bad thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Chinky could end up with Rebecca. Is Rebecca with anybody? She's not, is she? Uh, yeah, yeah, she's John's wife. <laughs> oh yes, she is, isn't she? <laughs> yeah, because my brain was kind so of on, no. on the family relationship, which uh, which had ended. But yeah, yes, I, yes, yeah, yeah. No, no, she's, she's John's wife. So I don't. Know, so no, I mean, I I think I think with this, you know, as with Jack, I think with this, it it sort of works better if he's a single guy and not got any attachments. I think mm. that's probably better. Who knows? A lot can happen in twelve hours. <laughs> yes, well, true. Maybe, uh, but yeah, I think that that will basically speed things up and help things to to resolve themselves. Um, yeah. So, how do you think the season kind of ends? Any any ideas of, of that? Um, I, I suspect it will end with Eric joining CTU. I would have mm. thought. Uh, Rebecca, the, if Rebecca survives till the end of the series, I I suspect she will end up working in some capacity because she what she started the series supposed to be leaving. Mm. And John has definitely come to realise that that ain't going to work, so she's she's going to end up back at CTU in some way, whether it's in Sim's position or or in some other capacity. She's going to end up still there i think um that is assuming she survives which is no guarantee at the moment yes yeah um i think somebody like andy is in a in a bit of a, a safer position um yeah i think that's probably character i think the ideal the happy ending would be is if i think um keith stays as head of ctu i'm fine with that i think he's he's yeah. good enough and he just um suffocated pang so he's yeah. uh, he, he's been in my good books for most of this season anyway he's not really done anything wrong i mean he's tried to be by the books so you can't really yeah. blame him for that yeah. um so I, i'm fine with him staying ahead of ctu plus the actor's really good so um yeah and I, i'd like him to stay um i'm sure he wouldn't have trouble finding work but i'd like him to stay in work rather than find another thing so yeah uh yeah i'd be happy for keith to stay in charge i think if rebecca uh is maybe the second editor ctu that could be cool. well i mean of course there are there are other ctu branches if they wanted to keep her as a head of ctu yeah, yeah. you know i mean there's la there's new york there's washington there's you know so there, there's enough ctu places you could stick her if you wanted to mm. so um yeah basically i hope she stays like in that kind of field um yeah and like you said eric stays maybe or goes and joins CTU. Uh, Eric and sorry Isaac and Nicole have something happen to them. Um, they, they, I don't think they actually need to show back up again. 
No, I, th- I think, I mean, you can reference them. And, oh, yeah. you know, if Nicole, it, it certainly seemed to be pointing to Nicole going off with Isaac somewhere. And that's fine with that. You know, <laughs> that's fine. Don't need to see him again. Yeah, I think they could treat them like um, how they sort of treat Kim. Like she sort mm. of pops up now and again. Um, yeah. But uh, don't have them work at CTU because Kim, Kim came back and worked for CTU for a bit, didn't she? Yes. Uh, which was actually pretty decent. Although yeah. you had whatever his name was saying, oh, you're only here because your dad and whatever. But that made yeah, some decent which is entirely true. But yeah. yes. Um, but yeah, I think that they will leave it on a decent note, uh, and then we'll see if it comes back for season two. And like I said, with the skip forward or time jump, I think that that will just. I think that is basically to you. You use that to basically speed these other little. Yeah. Um, smaller stories. Tired loose ends. Yeah. Probably. So you don't spend yeah, the four minute episodes on them. Um, yeah. I hope that they at least like mention what's happened in the twelve hours because when in Live Another Day when they did it, which was the only, the only other time, uh, Jack just turned up to where these Russians were and they didn't mention anything of what happened. the The only real hint we had is Jack said to the guy like, you know, if if you hurt my family or or whatever, uh, your entire life will like your entire world will come down. And you won't see it coming. So maybe that was some kind of indication that he'd set it up. But um, yeah, I'd like to get maybe a reference of of something that happens. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of talk as well for season two. Um, I think Howard Gordon or, or uh, is it Manny Manny Cota? Manny Cota, yeah. Because I get that mixed up with uh, Miranda Otto. That's um, Rebecca, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Um, they've been kind of talking about they have some potential plans for like season two. I haven't read what any of them are, but um, yeah, they said they have, they have some plans for a second season. Just obviously depends on renewal. Um, and then they said maybe about bringing Chloe back. Uh, I, I've not heard uh, Mary's, who plays Chloe, her actual take on, on what she wants to do. And then see if you can bring Martha back in, in some way. The actress, mm. is, is, the actress is open to it, apparently. So we, we shall see what happens with that. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll be back next week to um, do the finale. Do you know if yep. it'll be renewed by then? Or do you think we'll have to wait a bit longer? Uh, no, mid, mid May when we hear most of the renewals, but in this particular case, it may take a little bit longer. It's, I think we've got it at a 75% chance of getting a renewal at the moment. I've just done a, yeah, a load of uh, mentioned that on the geek town. You put a, um, it's a whole list of, of shows that you put on there. Um, yes, like nothing. Their, their renewal yeah, information. So. Yes, we've got we've got a renewal cancellation list. Nothing is at sort of fifty fifty at the moment. Everything is now either renewed or on track for renewal or cancelled or on track to be cancelled. So uh, it's yeah, you can go and see where your favourite show is. But I think twenty four at the moment has got. I, I think we've got it at seventy five percent chance mm. of being renewed. Yeah, you know, I had a quick glance at. Um, the ratings and how they've been doing. And they've been getting about 3 million um, or like 2.9 sort of 3 um, per episode. That's just a lot of the live numbers. I'm, I didn't have the information on like DVR and stuff because obviously that plays a big part as well. Um, yeah. And they, they kind of actively advertise on Facebook like, did you miss 24 Legacy? Catch up on, I think it's called Fox now. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're going to advertise that, then you have to use that in some kind of information. So, 
Yeah. I mean, it seems to have done okay, just not maybe as well as they necessarily wanted it to. It but could that... have done a lot worse, though. So. Yeah, but it, it could have done an awful lot worse. I mean, it wasn't down in, in the millions. It was, you know, in the sort of single million. It was it was up uh, a few million. So, you know, and, and as you say, if that's what you're seeing for the live ratings, it may have done very well on DVR as well. And if it's selling well internationally, that also makes a difference because I think it's owned by Fox. So it means that Fox themselves, it's not like a show that they've bought in from an external production company. It's made If it's owned and made by Fox and airing on Fox, mm. that means that they're going to be making money out of it on, on all fronts, including the international distribution. So that, you know, if, so if it's selling well abroad as well, that will make a difference. Yeah. Um, I completely forgot what I was going to say. Yeah, they, I mean, like with... Um... I don't know how different like the CW is, but the like their top shows like Flash and Arrow and stuff like that tend to get like three to four, so it's roughly the same range. Yeah, I, mean, you I don't can't, know the different kind of rules with Fox and CW. What, you so. can't. You you got to bear in mind you you can't um, you can't compare numbers across networks hmm. necessarily yeah. because a a show that is doing well on one network but take supergirl for example okay the numbers that supergirl was getting on cbs weren't good for cbs but they were good for cw which is mm. why it jumped networks um as well as the fact that it makes sense having them all on one network but that was the yeah, the numbers are, are probably similar on both networks mm. but for for cw that's a good number for cbs it was a bad number or not a great number. So yeah. um, it, it's the the old adage of if you're being chased by a, if there's two of you and you're being chased by a bear, <laughs> you've not got to outrun the bear. You've just got to outrun the other person. You know, <laughs> um, yeah. and, and it's it's that i it's that idea. It's not you know a show that gets three million on one network um, might be bad for that network, but it might be great if it got three million on another network. So. Um, you can't directly compare across networks. It doesn't, it won't work. Uh, you, you know, and the other thing with CW shows is CW own all their shows. Basically. Yeah. They, they almost never buy something in. They, they own and distribute all their shows. So, um, that makes a difference as well with, with them because, uh, if they already own the property, it means they make money off resales and that sort of thing. Whereas mm. if you're, um, that was the other reason Supergirl moved from from CBS to to uh, CW, uh, even though they're all part of the same company. Weirdly, but there was a rights deal, and anyway, uh, <laughs> okay. we won't go into uh, that. It gets very complicated. Yeah. But um, but yeah, with with uh, it makes a difference if the if the network also owns the show mm. because they make more money out of it. Because mm. I, I always see people um, jokingly say like. Uh, you know, when 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 someone says when when some like third party website or something says, oh look, there's a dip in ratings for Walking Dead, and it's at like ten million, and then some people are like, you know, God, CW would be happy with like ten million for like the Flash and all that. So uh, yeah. yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. It's yeah. an interesting world of of TV, all these networks and contracts and numbers and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, um, but yeah, I think we've um talked your air off. I'm referring to a listener. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I got a personal piece of feedback this week regarding, you know, all these things that I'm doing. Um, yeah. And I was told on podcasts that I need to relax a little bit more. Um, <laughs> would you agree with that? 
Yes, I think that's fair. Yeah. That's that's a good comment. Yeah, let it flow. Okay, <laughs> like specifically with me or with like, do you notice it in like either Sophie or Chris or or anybody like that? No, well, I guess it depends what you're talking about, but mm. you know, yeah, yeah, maybe lay lay yourself back a bit. Don't worry so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel like the other ones that we've done, The Walking Dead, has been the most stressful. I don't know if it's because we do it later in the day or or what. Um, but with that show, I like to sort of have the knowledge there because I know that I have it. It's just a case of kind of bringing it to the table. So um, yeah, yeah, I will try to relax a bit more. So <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's a case of like, you know, you have to remember characters' names and you get people maybe mixed up or you forget something. And uh, yeah, yeah. But, you know, we're here to relax and just talk about TV. So yes, or games whenever we do. We do that podcast. So. So, yes, if you'd like to check out all the other content that we do, um, which uh, the CW shows, they're back next week, aren't they? The DC ones? Yes. They came back this week in the US. So Yeah, uh, from the 2nd second of May, they start coming back, all of them apart from Legends, which is finished. Yep, which, um, yes, you can go and check out our mine and Roberts coverage for the finale of Season 2 for um, Legends of Tomorrow. We also recently did a TV podcast where we kind of open things up and talk about any TV show because that's what that's for. Uh, we still do our gaming thing. Um, we have yeah the, the DC shows coming back, and then of course next week myself and Robert are wrapping up Twenty Four Legacy. So head over to uh, entertainmenttalk.org, and um, if you'd also like to know when these shows are coming back or if they're getting renewed, head over to geektown.co.uk as well as for uh, Geektown Radio. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at eTalkUK, send us a tweet, follow us, uh, do all that sort of good stuff that Twitter's for. Um, if you'd like to send us an email for feedback or to talk to me or whatever you whatever you want to email us, uh, that's entertainmenttalk.hotmail.com. And lastly, if you'd like to support us for as little as a dollar a month, because that's how Patreon works, um, or redeem a reward for any reviews of your choosing entirely, you can head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainmenttalk.com. All of that is also in your description um, for the sake of links and stuff. So thanks for listening and we'll see you on the next piece of content. Goodbye. Bye.